0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Blender Show. I'm Dacia, And I'm Daisy. Now, today we are talking about how to market your business like a pro. And this is exciting because we have been in the trenches on this growing blender when Daisy grew her own practice. And because of what we learned and because of what we learned helping bigger clients, Daisy now even leads a program specifically targeted to help small business. So I'm thrilled we're talking about this.
1: Me too. I've been working with small businesses for 15 years. And the thing that I enjoy most about helping them nail their marketing is that it makes such an immediate impact.
0: Now, I think this is also ironic too. And so I'm going to start straight for the jugular. Is there a difference marketing small business than marketing
1: larger, like mid-market businesses? The level of resources that are available is definitely different, but there's not a whole lot of difference other than that. When it comes to best practices, the do's and the don'ts and the things that are going to move you forward the fastest, there's not as much difference as people think.
0: I love that. And you guys... I want you to really hear, Daisy, on this. You do not get to abdicate responsibility for professionalism. There are certain things that larger companies with larger resources do that you should be mimicking, and you cannot simply blame a lack of budget on not doing things well and communicating your
1: excellence effectively. So, Daisy, where do we dive in on this one? I'd like to start by talking about some of the misconceptions that small businesses often have and that, you know, are things like, well, we don't have a a budget, so therefore we can't plan. You can absolutely plan and look at how to allocate whatever money you do have based on that plan, but a lack of a big budget is not an excuse for a lack of planning and prioritization of marketing goals and activities.
0: So true. And I see frequently people don't accurately name their full set of resources. They do have time. They do have attention to spend. And I get it. We are all busy in growing a small business has a lot of tasks that you have to maneuver. However, you should be allocating those around priorities and planning appropriately. So it's money, time, and attention. And a lot of times there's creativity, there's passion, there's so many other things, and you need to be sure that they are being funneled into the right place, and that is exactly right. It's about planning
1: to make sure that you're doing that. One thing that small businesses should take heart from is knowing that a lot of big businesses are not any better at prioritizing their marketing and creating a great plan than you are. So this is stuff that we work with big businesses on all the time because it's hard to do well, but with the right guidance and with the right best practices and frameworks in place, it is possible to nail your marketing plan and create something that you can execute on whatever resources you have on hand.
0: Absolutely. And I think that brings us straight into the next one. And if you can't chase squirrels, you cannot get ROI. If you're like, Oh, what about this thing? What about this thing? Oh, maybe this tactic. Oh, I heard about this new blah, 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 blah. Like that is not how progress comes. And I know it's not sexy, but the one thing that absolutely drives return on investment, drives new business, helps you get new customers is consistent application on the most important thing. So it does go back to planning, but then what we're really talking about is about the discipline to stay focused on what what matters most and just keep going the distance. So no chasing squirrels, you guys.
1: It's very tempting to label flailing as pivoting, and we all like to be flexible in our marketing, it's definitely important to do that, especially with the pace of change that we're all facing. But the fundamentals of how you approach a market and how you engage, motivate, and persuade a target audience doesn't actually change month to month. There are things that are always going to be the same. So making sure that if you're pivoting, it's not just based on, oh, somebody sent you an email about what another company is doing. Oh, my competitor's running a campaign, and now I'm afraid about what's gonna happen if I don't do the same thing they're doing. Those are not decision-making criteria. You need to make sure that if you're changing something, you're changing on a purpose based on data and based on market insight that will actually have an impact towards your revenue goals. You are so right. I almost
0: never, no matter what size the company, never see external factors like market trends or this, that, or the other competitive factors that change a message on a dime. And, and then where that change drives results never happens because you're exactly right. What people are really buying, the motivation that's really behind their message stays Consistency, it just stays consistent. So that recency effect of, oh, this last email, we need to totally blow up everything that we're saying about our product and focus on this, super inappropriate. And that is absolutely critical to just have so much integrity around your message to go the distance. It's fine to add nuance and improve the message, but to just go in a totally different direction. No, that is, that is not going to work.
1: Testing is definitely incremental, and it's iterative. It's not recreate the whole thing every single time you do something new. Because if you're changing everything, you will be able to test nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So,
0: all right. Now, you were talking about testing, and so then that leads us to, for small businesses, is there a consistent standard on what they should be tracking, and how should they be tracking? Like, what does this look like? Because I know for a lot of people, it can feel overwhelming, like, looking at data when they really just want revenue.
1: This ad is brought to you by the Marketing Blender Lab. Marketing is hard for everyone, but small businesses are stuck with small budgets, not enough time, and too many options. SEO, social, paid ads, email marketing, live events. How do you choose where to focus? These are the top challenges I hear from entrepreneurs. You keep getting generic marketing advice that doesn't apply to your business. You've watched tutorials and tried a bunch of tactics that didn't work. You still don't have clarity on what you should focus on to get results, you don't have enough time to get marketing done, and maybe you've worked with freelancers or agencies that have let you down. You can get expert advice and start making real progress. The Marketing Blender Lab gives you an affordable way to work with an experienced chief marketing officer and finally get a handle on your marketing. We help you figure out how to reach your target audience and get more customers, what to focus on so you stop wasting time and money, and how to delegate effectively so you don't have to do it all yourself. Join me in the lab and let's figure out how to grow your revenue faster. It can, but it's important to remember that any portion of marketing that you're not tracking, you shouldn't be doing because there's no way to tell if it's working or not. So if you are doing three different tactics, you should be tracking those. If you're doing 20 different tactics, you need to be tracking all 20. And again, understanding that the metrics are going to be tracked over different time periods based on what it is that you're looking at. So for example, if you're running a Google Ads campaign, those are metrics that you need to be tracking daily, not monthly. Not and just weekly, but you need to be looking at that every single day. Doesn't mean you need to change your budget every day. Doesn't mean you need to change your ads every day. But you need to be very, very carefully monitoring that type of marketing spend. If you're doing organic SEO, you should be looking at that data month to month and then revisiting your existing content to find areas for additional optimization. So understanding what metrics are tied to what marketing tactic is important. Are you looking at clicks because those are a leading indicator that you're going to have you know more form fills and more leads? coming in? Or are you just looking at impressions because that's going to tell you what kind of reach you have for your brand and how much you're spending on priming your market to buy from you when you do start hitting them with those lead gen campaigns.
0: And Daisy brings up such a good point about tracking. Don't overcomplicate this. Make sure that you know what has to be true so that you can then fill your sales pipeline and close deals and track those things. So if it is about how many people know you exist, then you track impressions. But if really for your business, if it's more about how many emails you have and how many people you're consistently communicating with, or if it's about how many presentations you gave or how many proposals you wrote or how many discovery sessions, fill in the blank specific to your business. But typically we are seeing five, six absolutely critical things that you have to be tracking. And you need to be making sure that that focus that we were talking about earlier is distilling down into the same focus on the right numbers.
1: I'd agree with that. One other thing that I'd like to bring up is that if you want to market like a pro, you can't be afraid of your competition.
0: This ad is brought to you by the Marketing Blender. As you guys know, I'm a fractional CMO, and actually at the Marketing Blender, there's a whole team of us. For a fraction of the cost of a full-time executive, you can hire a chief marketing officer to write your marketing plan, to clean up your messaging and your positioning, and to drive sustainable results. We oversee multiple partners, we help mentor team members, and most importantly, we build a marketing machine that will drive results for your company for years to come. If you're curious about what this looks like, and some of our engagements go from a couple months to a couple years,
1: check out the marketingblender.com. They don't get to dictate what you do and what you don't do. Now, yes, if you're a small business and you have a small budget, you're not going to outspend the big players in your market. Right. But guess what? If your big competitors were smart, they wouldn't be playing the outspend game either. They would be spending smarter. And this is an area where small businesses can be very agile and very focused. They don't need 10 people to sign off on everything they're doing with their marketing. So they actually have an advantage if they're willing to deep dive the opportunities their competitors are ignoring. Absolutely.
0: That David versus Goliath thing can be an advantage, as long as a small business chooses. I absolutely love that you said that because it is important. And there is never a time where a competitor focus is appropriate strategy. You are not them. They are not you. Your differentiation strategy is about the value that you drive for the market. And yes, you do need to understand what you're being compared to, but that is not where your focus should be.
1: I'd like to close with mentioning that no matter the size of your company it's really important to have a system around your marketing. Marketing does involve a lot of creativity it involves a lot of testing it involves a lot of ideas but everything needs to fit it within a framework. So you need to know who it is in your marketing your in your market that you're speaking to? What is the message that's going to move them to take action? What's going to make your brand sticky for them? How are you going to reach them? What platforms, what avenues are you going to use to get your message in front of them? And then how are you going to get everything done that actually matters for your marketing? So how are you going to prioritize? How are you going to delegate? And how are you going to track what's working and what's not not working so you know what to change, when and how? I love it.
0: You guys, marketing like a pro Being professional means doing the things diligently and making sure that you are in integrity when you're representing your brand and your offer. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what we had to say, click that subscribe and like button. And we would love to get your questions and your comments. We'll see you next time. Onward and upward. We hope you learned something today that will help you succeed with your marketing. And if you liked what you heard, definitely give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Don't forget to check the show notes. We're sharing free tools and resources there. And you guys, we would love to hear your comments. So drop one in or send us an email and maybe we'll use your topic on a future show.